0: two men on a mission to change the face of the organ world. Driven by their passion for the king of instruments, these two seek to share their love of the pipe organ with as many people as possible. Through their own arrangements of popular film, TV, and video game music, our hosts use their unconventional approaches to inspire pipe organ enthusiasts, both young and old, and to bring new audiences to this magnificent instrument. Together with you, they will journey through the fascinating world of the pipe organ. Always eager and never afraid to break with tradition, Rob Labinski and Johnny Salimovich are organ mavericks hello everyone and welcome to the organ mavericks podcast i am your host rob lebinski
1: and i'm your other host johnny slimovich for this episode which is episode three we will be doing comparisons or talking about comparisons between pipe organs theater organs digital organs drawbar organs Etc. And uh, before we get to before we get to the mm, comparisons and uh, talking about each well talking about each okay here's how the agenda will go we'll be talking about the we'll be talking about uh, what they are specifically for those who may not know about it and then also comparing the differences between them the advantages and disadvantages and. Also, we, we may be talking subtechnical uh, hearsay, though we will also elaborate a summary for those who may not know the technical jargon. And so before we get into that though, even though we may be a little bit late on the news here as of uh, May, we are recording this as of May the 5th and uh, we were not able to record and ep- we were not able to record an episode for this earlier, though we may as well get this out of the way right now. As of April fifteenth, there has been an incident in Paris, France, regarding the Notre Dame Paris Cathedral fire. Yeah, there was basically a fire incident that happened at the Notre Dame Paris Cathedral, which uh, shocked pretty much almost everyone around the world with uh, that kind of thing. And there were even uh, even the locals of Paris were very distraught as to what happened with uh, with uh, with the fire that happened at the Notre Dame Paris Cathedral and as such and and as well um and because of that us uh and because of that naturally both rob and i as organists we would also be concerned as well in regards to the condition of the organs that are also there at the notre dame paris cathedral as far as uh, as far as we know there are two separate organs in the notre dame at the notre dame paris cathedral one being the grand organ or grand org and also the choir organ. Real quick, what we will mention is uh, <clears throat> this. Of course, this may be old news already. That uh, the grand organ, the the grand organ, as of right as of right now, the condition of it, its condition as of right now is um, basically at this point the grand organ has been spared from the incident. Though unfortunately, the choir organ did not really survive the. Uh, it did not really survive the incident, and, uh, it, as to whether the choir organ may re- be repaired or not, that is up, that is up in the air at this point, <laughs> though it is still good to hear that the grand organ, uh, by, f- as of the grand, the, the Kavai call grand organ has been, uh, spared from the fire incident, which is good to hear, especially coming from, uh, the, one of the head organists from Notre Dame, Olivier, uh, Olivier Olivier L I forgot his last name Olivier Latry Olivier Latry thank you for that yes he did he did give the news regarding the grand organ uh, being uh, being spared from the fire incident which is uh, good news there though as i said before the choir organ uh, may may be in need of have heavy repairs or may be scrapped in general but at this point we don't know what will happen though that is yeah we just wanted to quickly uh we just wanted to briefly mention this this news about the uh about the incident before we move forward with the episode. Was there something you wanted to say regarding uh, this incident, Rob? Uh
0: yes, so um after the fire, Olivier Latree had a had a post on Facebook where he was talking about um, you know, what happened. Um, and so I just, I, I, wanted to share, you know, his words from that. And he said, um, you mm-hmm. know, despite all the damage in the cathedral, the organ miraculously escaped the flames as well as the water that was used to extinguish them. It is very dusty, but we'll continue to, um, uh, uh I have to paraphrase the translation a little bit. <laughs> um, but we will continue to enjoy it as soon as the building is restored when no one knows yet. Um, um, but, and he said, he goes on to say, you know, it will surely take more time in Notre Dame, but I still live with great confidence and hope. So, yeah. And I believe know, he, nice, he also, nice the...
1: yeah. Uh, sorry to, sorry to oh, interject, okay. but, uh, I believe he also rewrote it in English as well. I believe. Yeah.
0: yeah. So he posted it both in French and English. I was reading from the English translation. Which oh, okay. is a little Broken. Okay. So. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Other than that, that is still uh, good news. There is still, well, of course, there is the good news from uh, the fire incident that the grand organ has been spared from the, uh, yeah, from the from the fire incident. And uh, apparently, though, there have been some people that have been jokingly saying that uh, <laughs> Frollo from uh, Disney's Hunch- Hunchback of Notre Dame caused the fire incident. there has been even some YouTube videos of people doing that. <laughs> Which uh, is, uh, it can either be, well, some people can interpret that as funny and also can be interpreted as uh, kind of an insult, but some people can find <laughs> it both ways. Uh, uh, it's kind of hard not to uh, not to laugh at it, especially for those who've watched that film uh, and, uh, and as such, though. It can also be uh, kind of cringy that uh, some people are kind of making a joke out of it in that yes. kind of uh, thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it it can certainly be seen, you know, um, at, you know, as maybe being a little inappropriate, but I I, I think yeah. you know the one one of the the biggest things to you know to take away from this event is you know even though it was a tragedy and you know in this building that has stood for, um, uh, I I can't even remember you know I think it's like eight hundred and fifty five years it was, um, you know no life was lost in the fire, you know, and so that, that's a huge blessing right there. Oh yeah. Um, you know, and that, and that's you know, when, when, you, when when everything comes down to it at the end of the day, that really is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. So
1: yes, indeed. Yeah. I, yeah, we almost forgot to mention there. No one, uh, absolutely no lives were lost at the fire incident, which was, uh, very good news to hear as well. <clears throat> And also to let you, and also to let you, Mavericks, know real quick, we are not a polit. We, okay, we'll make ourselves very clear here. <clears throat> uh, some some of you listening to the podcast may have some uh, thoughts about as to what happened at the Paris Cathedral. Though we're going to say it right here, we do not want to be. We do not want to get too political about this. There are already dedicated political commentary pod podcasts and. Uh, social media channels about uh, for that and so if you guys want to get your take get your political takes from uh, those other people you may definitely do so though here at the Oregon Mavericks even though even though we are Mavericks at the same time we do not want to get too political about certain things especially knowing that you guys that you guys uh, the Mavericks may have differing political opinions and so we want to respect those opinions and therefore not Uh, And therefore not try your best not to take a political side as we as we as we really try our best to understand both sides and at the end as well as not uh, not being too politically biased about this, because there there definitely have been some speculations about what happened at the Paris fire, though we're not going to get into that detail as that is not as that is not our business to talk about that. As we said, as I said before, there are already dedicated political commentary podcasts and social media channels about that. So, if you want your political commentary, uh, if you want to get your political commentary fix, go ahead and listen to those. We're not. This podcast is not for is not for anything political and as such, we just want to make that very clear. And so, and did you also want to mention about, uh, uh, did you also want to uh, input your take on that, Rob?
0: No, I think you summed it up well Uh, enough.
1: Okay, thank you. Okay, good, good. All right, now let's get into the uh, nitty-gritty of this episode, which is comparing pipe organs, theater organs, digital, drawbar, and uh, all different kinds of uh, organ instruments. And so we will be first starting off with, <clears throat> with pipe organs, of course. Starting with uh, up here on my computer tab, on uh, <clears throat> on my web browser, I do have a few tabs open of several different uh, pipe organ uh, pipe organ builders. One of them being Casavant, Casav- or Casavant Frere, which is the proper French pronunciation for that. And then there's also uh, Johannes. Uh, Orgelbau Bon, uh, Bond, which is uh, Ger- based in Germany. <clears throat> there's also Austin Organs Incorporated from uh, the the United States. Oh, forgot to mention real quick, is Frères uh, from Canada too. And also another uh, w- another uh, pipe organ builder that I just so happen to rem- uh, remember pretty easily so far would be uh, the Rufati Brothers, Rufati Organs. Which uh, one of the most uh, well-known ones is at uh, Crystal uh, at a Crystal Cathedral, and another one uh, at uh, the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. Rufati, yeah, the pipe organ there, and uh, yeah, the pipe organ over there at the Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church in uh, uh, in uh, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, I believe. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that is there as well. Well, the Rufati organ that happens to be there. And of course, there's several other organ builders out there, and especially the uh, well-known Cavi uh, Cole. And uh, from what I've seen, apparently, I don't know how long Cavi Cole has been in operation. Yeah, I don't know how long Cavi Cole has been in operation, though. As far as I see, they don't really have their own dedicated website, so I am gonna assume Cavi Cole is uh, is pretty much defunct at this point. Is yeah that I, be-
0: I believe they are not currently making um organs. I'm trying to look that up um let's see. I know that they were they were prominent in the um the mid to late eighteen hundreds was where they really came into prominence yeah. um you know and 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 they kind of um you know revolutionized um what could be done with the organ and really making it into the uh symphonic instrument that we know today
1: oh yes, for sure. And we couldn't uh, help but forget to. Well, we couldn't help uh, but mention as well. We almost. Uh, I can't believe we forgot to almost mention about this. The the grand organ in the Notre Dame uh, Paris Cathedral also happens to have a cavai organ there too. And we're really glad to know that one is still. That one has been spared. But aside from that, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Cavite Yeah, there. There's still some. Uh, of course, there's still some cavai organs that are still up and they're still up and running of course especially at Notre Dame Paris or Notre Dame Paris whatever however you want to say it okay uh let's see here yeah as I said there are many uh there's just so many uh pipe organ builders out there that and uh I believe there's also another one uh routers or something like that that's uh uh there's just yeah there's just so many builders out there yeah, there's yeah.
0: definitely a lot out there. We, we could probably spend <laughs> the next several hours just talking about um, organ builders alone.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, we are not. But we don't have much time to talk about every single one of them. As I said, we pretty much have at least uh, four, probably the most prominent uh, pipe organ builders as of today. Mm-hmm. Castellan Frères, as I mentioned before, <clears throat> uh Orgel Ball, Claes Ball. Or over Johannes Orgelbo Gelbo or Johannes Clayspawn or, or, or Orgelbo Clayspawn. Uh, we'll probably leave links to their websites uh, in the description or somewhere for you guys to look them up yourselves. Austin Organs, of course, and as well as Rufati. Probably the Rufati and uh, well, actually, pretty much all four of these are the. Uh, all four of the organ builders here are what uh, mostly caught my attention, and uh, the such. Uh, <clears throat> yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Those are the builders. Uh, those are examples of pipe organ builders, and I'm going to quickly look at some uh, digital pipe organ builders here.
0: <clears throat> Actually, Johnny, before oh. we go on. Oh, sorry. To, uh, before we go on to the digital, um, yes. Maybe we should talk a little bit about um, you know some of the characteristics of you know pipe organs. Ah uh, yes yes. Um, um, yeah, right. mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, you know, when we talk about, about a Go when we talk about a pipe organ, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, something where, you know, you actually have the, you know, the physical pipes that are producing the sound, um, yeah. when you play. Um, and there are, there are two types of, there are two types of pipe organs. There are, um, electro pneumatic and these are, um, basically organs where, you know, the keys aren't directly connected to the pipes. You know, there's some kind of, you know, a a fiber optic cable or, you know, some digital signal that goes and gets translated, you know, so that all the pipes are able to open up when it's time to play them. Um, And then the other kind of pipe organ that we have are tracker organs. And this is where um, the keys are directly connected to the pipes in in some manner. Basically, you know, there's a series of um, you know, strings are lines that go from the keys directly to the pipes. And, you know, there's, then there's a series of pulleys and things, you know, to, to get everything, um, activated and, and tracker organs are, um, the, you know, they, they, they're kind of the original pipe organ. This is how, you know, the, the technology was originally developed and used for hundreds of years before, um, you know, before the the, the um, electronic age, you know, where we have things that, um, you know, can make it a little bit easier. So, um, you know, so those are the those are the types of pipe organs that we have. Um, right. um,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> so
0: yeah. So moving on to digital.
1: Oh yes. All right. Now moving on to digital. Let's see here. Of course, we'll uh, briefly mention some examples of uh, the builders, and then also explain uh, the uh, a little bit more specifics of how they work. So, a few examples of digital pipe organ. Oh, sorry, did yeah, did uh, pretty much yeah, digital pipe organ because they produce the sounds digitally uh, and the such. Johannes is a uh, one instance. Uh, yeah, Johannes as well as Rogers Instruments. There's also. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, there's also uh, viscount organs and uh, uh, some pe uh some of you listening may may or may not like uh, the sound of this next one, but Allen organs as well. Yes, they do exist. Whether you like whether you want to hear that or not, they do exist as well. And uh, yeah, whether yeah Allen organs uh, definitely have uh, well, let's just say uh, the. People have some uh, varying opinions of uh, Allen organs, and uh, we can definitely uh, elaborate a little bit more about that in a bit. So, based on my understanding, how digital pipe organ, how digital pipe organs work, is that each voice stop would have its own recorded voice sample, which has, which uh, the uh, engineers who have made the digital pipe organs and also engineer the um, engineer the audio parts of it. Uh, made it sound as uh, realistic as it pos- as it can possibly be to basically have the experience of a pi- the experience of a pipe organ within your own home without having all the uh the uh the uh the uh, uh the amount of space needed for a pipe organ also the much heavily reduced costs due to the sounds being uh, digitally uh digitally produced and uh and uh and uh exp- and uh, I put it from the speakers, either from the internal speakers of uh, the digital uh, organ console or from external speakers to simulate uh, to simulate uh, different uh, organ divisions within the house or church or anything like that. And uh, yes, yeah. I,
0: I should mention here that um, you know digital technology has has really changed. Um, you know, electronic instruments have been around probably since um the
1: 60s or 70s i
0: and i think maybe some even go back farther than that i'm thinking um um i think lowry i think it was and maybe um i'm trying to remember the name of it um
1: i think actually this started from the 50s actually yeah both johannes and rogers started from the 50s too
0: okay um i'm trying to think there was kimball kimball yeah Um, kimball they, they did, they did work with electronics. Um, you know, and so, you know, some of the, you know, the older instruments, um, you know, even through like the eighties and maybe early nineties, you know, it was a, you know, it was a digitally represented sound. We didn't have the, the technology that we have today as far as sampling goes. Um, you know, so that's something that, you know, the, the newer electronic instruments, um, you know, actually have the ability, you know, they've gone out and they have, you know, sampled pipes and then, um, you know, and then, and then built the, the stop and the digital organ around that so that it's a, it's a much more realistic sound than you used to have. Yep. Um, you know, I, I, I've played on some older, some older Allens, you know, from, from the nineties and yeah, you, you, you know, when you're playing a digital, you know, versus a pipe organ, whereas now, you know, the, the ability to sample those stops has, has come a long way, um, you know, and you can, and you can kind of, um, you know, how um, do I don't want to say this, you know, basically, you know, blend the sound, um, you know, from, from an actual pipe organ and, you know, and kind of contain it in that digital form. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and, and yes. this, and that's, you know, one advantage of a, of an electronic organ over a pipe, over a pipe organ is yep. that uh, you never have to tune an electronic organ. So, <laughs> yeah,
1: because that can be set within the, uh, the settings of the digital organ. Yeah, I, I, I should
0: put a disclaimer here that says the the out of tuneness is actually one of the things I find endearing about pipe organs, and I think that's mm. something that just comes with the nature of the instrument.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah some organists uh, actually do really like uh, the varying uh, frequencies of uh, of uh, the pipe organs for sure. And uh, there's and uh, for instance though, in terms of that, both uh, for example, Johannes and uh, Rogers they do. Uh, they do have a hybrid solutions, like they do, uh, and I'm not sure if they're the only ones that do hybrid solutions. Probably Allen does it too, but I'm not too sure. Probably Viscount too. Yeah, there mo- are
0: several companies that that yeah. do the hybrid. The hybrid.
1: Yes, yeah. though more prominently, from my view, both Johannes and Rogers do have the hybrid solution. And from what I've seen from Rogers' end, I don't know if Johannes does it too, but from what I've seen, Rogers have been uh, doing, especially currently. They've been able to figure out a solution to basically have the um, to basically have the digital um, the digital voice samples uh, match the frequency of the match the frequency of the actual pipes, which is pretty uh, which is pretty neat how they've been able to figure that out, so that uh, you don't have to go through the hassle of manually readjusting the frequency and just let the organ do its thing by recalibrating the frequency of the. Right of the of uh, the uh fluctuating uh uh because as far as uh, as far as uh, we as far as we know um i'm not sure if i may be correct on this or not that uh the or, the the pipes the frequency the frequency of the pipes can actually fluctuate uh from uh in the environment that it's in where due to it's due to the varying humidity and also the temperature of wherever the pipes are in I believe that's correct. That is correct, yes. Okay, and yes, because of that, it's actually smart that Rogers came up with a solution to basically have the organ console automatically readjust the frequency of the digital voices to the actual pipes, which is a really smart thing.
0: Yeah, I that's technology that I um, that is definitely newer. I played on um, I played on a hybrid um, probably back in 2011-2012. Um, and, um, fortunately the, the room that the organ was in was fairly well regulated in terms of temperature and humidity. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but it was definitely a case where, you know, if the pipe, you know, if, if you'd had like an exceptionally cold day, you know, the pipes would be, you know, would have changed their pitch a little bit and you basically, you couldn't use the digital and the pipes together. You had to use one or the other. Uh So you know that's that, that's good. that's reassuring to know that that technology has has come a long way for that
1: yes and from uh yes and from what i uh, have noticed as well i did also play on a hybrid organ before yet for whatever reason i don't know why but i was not able to like when i was selecting the different uh, stops on a hybrid organ uh, more specifically a, a rogers hybrid Organ. I wasn't able to tell the difference which is a digital and which one's a pipe that pretty much confused me. Did you happen to figure out what the differences are like how they're well, labeled?
0: I, um, yeah, they, they were labeled in a certain way. I think they might've actually been color coded. So like the digital ones were, you know, in like, like red font. And I think the, the pipes were in black. So, uh-huh. so you knew from looking at it, um, you know, which were the digital and which were the pipes. Um, I honestly, I only played that organ a few times so I can't honestly remember if there was a discernible difference in the sound. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. And uh, Okay, yes. Uh, and uh real uh were you going to say something?
0: Oh yeah, so um b- before we before we completely wrap up on that on the digital organs, we could also include in there um, Hammond organs. Oh yeah, Hammond. Um,
1: yes, Hammond. <laughs> which
0: yes. You know, I I, I always like to joke, you know, um, anytime, really often when I tell people, you know, they ask me what I do and I say, I'm an organist. The, The response that I get so often is, oh, my grandmother used to play the organ. And... Nine times out of 10, your grandmother used to play a little Hammond organ, which has doesn't have two full keyboards and usually has like one octave of pedals um, and, you know, ha- has a very distinct electronic sound. Does, doesn't really come close to sounding like a pipe organ, mm-hmm. um, yeah. you know, but but it, but it is in there. So, we you know, so we should mention it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, for sure. And uh, one of the things uh, w- that we can definitely mention about Hammond organs is uh, they are different uh they're different, uh, style of, uh, they're different style of they're uh, different style of tones, uh, well, inst- uh, sound tones, which di- which are definitely uh, uh, <clears throat> basically because of the different uh, tones, the different uh, yeah, the different tones that the Hammond organs uh, have, the electronic like tones that they have, they can uh <clears throat> yeah. <sighs> yeah, because of the versatility of organs in general, whether it be pipe, digital, or even Hammond organs, Hammond organs would definitely, uh, be a lot more suitable, more specifically for, uh, uh, gospel music. And, uh, also in some cases as well, even playing, uh, even, uh, being able to play, um, uh, due to its different, uh, well, due to its, uh, Due to its uh, signature, or uh, due to its special tone, uh, that basically songs would uh, sound a lot more different on the Hammond compared to the compared to the pipe, the pipe and uh, digital pipe organs, and uh, thus giving it a, a different uh, feel to it. And some people like that uh, kind of feel to it. Um, I personally actually really like uh, the the cool, the uh, the really cool sounding uh, tone that the, the Hammond organs make, depending on the songs that you're playing, of course due to its uh, different style of it, which definitely has a really cool sounding style. And I believe there, are so, there have been some pop and rock songs that have used the Hammond organs before. Yes. So Yep. Yes.
0: So every so often, you know, if you if you have like, you know, just a, a regular old keyboard, you'll see something like a, you know, a rock organ. Um, and that generally is fairly close to the sound of a Hammond organ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you have that kind of, you know... Um, Actually, I recently learned this term. It's called a patch. Sounds on keyboards are called patches. <laughs> huh.
1: Oh, interesting. Um,
0: so, but yeah, so that's that that rock organ or gospel organ is usually um, usually like uh, the sound that you would get from a Hammond.
1: Yeah, of course. <clears throat> and uh, real quick, as uh, uh, real quick as well, uh, I, we I did mention before that we will quickly. Uh, quickly elaborate a little bit on uh, Allen organs because people definitely have varying opinions on Allen organs and uh, after hearing some hearing some from uh, hearing from some other organists about their experience with Allen organs I can definitely understand where they're coming from that's uh That uh some people apparently do not like the do not like the sound of the more recent Allen organs compared to the analog organs in the past which pretty much which it's, it's it didn't really that make that much sense to me because the te- technology was way different back then. And also a thing that did catch my attention in terms of the theater organs, which we will be transitioning to as well, is that Allen organs actually do have their own uh, theater organs uh, uh, product line as well, which I find pretty interesting that they even have that. And uh, because we do know there's a there's a dedicated uh, builder for that, I don't know if they are still functioning. And I'm pretty sure there would be some other uh, theater organ builders. Uh, Wurlitzer comes to mind. Yeah, -hmm. Wurlitzer for sure. Yes, though I believe Alan is the one that uh, produces uh, them uh, digitally, or they must have actually did get uh, audio samplings from Wurlitzer organs. I'm not sure how they did it. They actually they did get some uh, well I don't know they have more information on their website if you want to look it up for yourself but I found it pretty interesting uh for me like I almost thought well I thought before that Alan was never involved with Theater Organs until I found out about it weeks ago and uh, I just found that pretty interesting though at the same time due to what I've been hearing from others and also the different options out there uh, I'm not sure what else to Say about uh, the Allen Theater organs? Whether I would even be, whether I would even want to get one of theirs, especially knowing too, uh, which we will be talking a little bit later, uh, b- briefly about uh, virtual pipe organ uh, softwares. But uh, <clears throat> uh, yes, theater. Yes, now uh, for theater. Yeah, for theater organs. Uh, basically, uh, from what we. From what we already know right now, theater organs, uh, basically from what I've seen, theater organs uh, would tend to have, they actually would tend to have some uh, classical pipe organ uh, voice samples, or not really samples, but actual classical uh, stops. Some of them actually do have that, while they also do have their own uh, distinct uh, voice stops.
0: Yes, so um, theater organs, um, they actually have a fair number of pipes that, that come with them. Um, it, it obviously, it depends, you know, on the space that you have and on the instrument. Um, but they they do have a number of, you know, what, I guess, what you could. Consider traditional um, organ stops. Um, tonally, they are very, very different from pipe organs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you can hear the, the difference as soon as you play. There's there's a much different color mm-hmm. um, to, to stops on a theater organ. And of course, you know, the, the name comes from the fact that, you know, they used to be used in movie theaters. And so back during the silent film era, you would have um, an organist who would actually play You know, the organ as the soundtrack. Um, And because of this, and because they were used, you know, in, you know, for movies, um, you also get things that you don't find on a pipe organ. So you'll get percussion sounds. Um, you know, and, you know, so you'll, you'll have some various drums, you might have tambourines, you know, um, actual bells, um, whistles, um, you know, and I know that, you know, some, some of the more, you know, some of the bigger theater organs are even connected to like xylophones and marimbas and even have like connections to piano. So like, um, you know, kind of like in, you know, the sense of like a player piano, you know, works off of, you know, that like pneumatic vacuum action, you would actually, you like like you could actually have the piano sitting next to the organ and you could, you know, pull the, you know, hit the piano tab and you could watch the keys on the piano go as it actually plays. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so a, a little bit more versatility of sound, um, you know, a, a, a bigger range of, of effects that you could use, um, you know, to have sound effects for movies.
1: Oh, so. yeah, for sure. And as far as I'm aware, there actually are uh, some pipe organs uh, that have been built around the world especially in uh i forgot the name of the specific place in new jersey where they have Ah, one of the world's largest pipe organs out there the boardwalk boardwalk yeah i believe it's the boardwalk something
0: boardwalk auditorium concert hall maybe um yeah
1: yeah boardwalk something basically from the stop list that i saw from there they actually pretty much have a like a, a huge like variety of uh stops Choose from yes. whether it be classical pipe organ stops and even theater. Like they actually combine the two. Basically yes. making the boardwalk uh pipe organ one of the one of the uh one of the most versatile organs out there. And we also shouldn't forget yes. to mention about the Wanamaker organ at a Macy's exactly. at a Macy's mall somewhere. I forgot where Philadelphia. Where Philadelphia. Okay.
0: Philadelphia, yep. Um, yes, yeah, so it's the it's the Boardwalk Hall Auditorium yeah. organ, um, and it is uh, some some fun stats on that. Are seven manuals, um, four hundred forty nine ranks, um, three hundred thirty seven stops, and thirty three thousand one hundred fourteen pipes. Although that's just an estimate because there are so many in there that um, it, you know it's hard to know exactly how many there are.
1: Yes, and as far as I remember, after. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, Looking up that organ in the past, I believe they're in the process of getting the organ restored. Yes. Yes. And uh, yes, I personally, uh, yeah, I would personally want to contribute to uh, restoring organs myself, though uh, if I want them to happen more sooner, it'll be a little bit costly to make that happen, though. For any of us out there who want to make a difference in the world, we can definitely do our part to... Speed up the speed up restorations of uh of organs like the boardwalk, uh, yeah, and the uh, the such and even uh start <clears throat> a new uh uh pipe organ uh building uh projects where uh pipe organs are missing in certain places and the uh, such and uh, what else is oh yeah, I, um I be- yeah I believe we already touched a little bit already on how uh, theater organs uh worked. I believe we yes. mentioned it too. Okay, all right. Now we're gonna briefly also get into the uh, virtual side of things. The virtual pipe organ uh, softwares, more uh, more uh, specifically, uh, one paid solution which they do have a free trial from Milan Audio. They have Hoptwork, which is uh, one of the most. Uh, I think it's pretty much uh, the, the most well known. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the most well known uh, virtual pipe organ uh, software. Uh, sampling software that is out there even though as well uh, make make music which is known for uh which is known for their software their uh, finale software and uh instruments they also have uh for the gearton instruments lineup make music's gearton instruments lineup they do have a classical pipe organ sound uh or sound bank as well which i happen to which i happen to personally own and i had it for about uh, for no, for about five years or so, and f- <clears throat> it's yeah the the uh, classical pipe organ VST from uh, Garreton is definitely one of the most uh, cost-effective uh, solutions due to how how affordable it is though for the functionality that it has. It's definitely uh, pretty versatile for <clears throat> for its uh, price, and I currently as of right now don't have any regrets uh, purchasing it because in the future I do want to upgrade to the uh, hoppedwork uh, virtual pipe organ. Since there's so much more that you can choose from there, uh, real, I do want to mention some things about Hop, uh, some more things about work, But I'm also going to mention real quick too about uh, there's also apparently a uh, an open source uh, virtual pipe organ software called Grand Org. Which uh, since it is open source, it will require you to do a little bit more work to get it working properly. And uh, yeah, you can simply uh, search uh, "Grand Org Virtual Pipe Organ Software" on Google. You'll be able to find it. And now, hopping back to uh, Hoptwork, what uh, the thing that uh, really uh, that really sparked uh, my interest in Hoptwork, especially recently as of today, and even from uh, even from other organists who have experience with uh, Hoptwork. Whether it be Pipe Digital or mostly experienced with Pipe, but are also very impressed with how Hopdwork works. <laughs> uh, okay, yes. Apparently, from what I've, from what I have seen from here, Hopdwork does have a, a huge. Uh, I don't remember. I don't remember how big of a library they have with different voice, with different pipe organ uh, sound samples that they have. Though, as far as I'm aware, too, they actually do have theater organs. They actually do have theater organ uh, sound samples with their software as well. So you basically get the best of both worlds the best of both uh, classical pipe and theater organs with one software. And uh, yes, there are also dedicated uh, builders out there who also uh, do specialize in building a hopped work, hopped work, uh, hopped work pipe organ. Uh, Hoptwork, pipe organ, um, uh, yeah, pipe organ consoles. <clears throat> uh, one of them, for instance, uh, who is based in Canada, Phoenix Organs, they do uh, do that, as well as uh, some others like Content, based in uh, Holland or the Netherlands, they also do make them. <clears throat> I'm not sure uh, which ones in the states do happen to uh, produce uh, Hoptwork work uh, virtual pipe organ uh, consoles though from from what I have seen from YouTube videos regarding them the result the wow I'm already very impressed so far like like in general I if wow like because I've been I've been debating with myself if I want to upgrade from my current MIDI uh, from my current MIDI controller um, for my MIDI controller setup with uh, the front with the uh, garretton classical pipe organ sound sample, whether I would want to actually get a Johannes digital organ or Rogers digital organ, or just uh, probably even go even uh, a step further and just to uh, get a custom uh, Hoptwerk virtual pipe organ console like that, because I would get uh, so much uh, more like organs to choose from, whether. It whether it be you know the classical pipe organs pipe organs we know a love as well as some theater organs that uh, they have they have in their uh, in their library as well which like especially if you uh, don't have much space in your house for a pipe organ anyway or if you don't want to pay too much for a, a dedicated uh, digital uh, for a digital organ console hot Work is pretty much the best solution uh, out there Though Grand Org being uh, the uh, open source, it will require you to uh, work. It will require you to take uh take more. It's there's a lot more work that needs to be done with an open source thing like Grand Org. But with Hoptwork, there's a lot that you can already do with that, as well as um, just getting someone to customly build one for you. <clears throat> And the such, though, what do they have here for? Oh, just for. Aha, I think in the software themselves, actually, they do. Wait a minute, hopped work. I'm going to quickly look this up. Okay, they do have classical and theater organs. And yeah, as I said before, they actually do have a massive virtual instrument library. It says on their website here with over 150 third party instruments. You're certainly, you're certain to discover yours. Playable by MIDI as well, which is definitely a really cool thing to know. And apparently from uh, on the website, too, it, of course, it's definitely suitable for practicing and also good for live performances, too. Yeah, it's really good for uh, houses of worship venues and venues from concert halls to theaters, which, uh, yeah, (laughs) my yeah. And uh, it's and uh, i'm not sh- and also i wanted to elaborate uh, real quick with the comp- with actually comparing pipe organs as well to the virtual uh, pipe organ softwares <clears throat> one of the things that uh, one of the things that i have that i do have some concerns about is uh, preserving is uh, actually preserving the uh sounds from the pipes themselves and uh There, there definitely have been pipe organs that still operate to this day, like they have been built to last. Though, as to how long they will last, yeah, as to how long those uh, the pipe organs will last, whether they're tracker or uh, electropannic pipe organs, the uh, the uh, the longevity of those pipe organs. How do I put this? They can be—they're pretty questionable as of right now, due to uh, due to the material that they may use, which may decay over like years and years. And unless people, unless uh, unless there's a maintenance team maintaining the organ to keep it, uh, f- to keep to keep those organs uh, renewed over the course of the years, and such that may require a lot of work and also a lot of uh, a lot of money to keep them up uh, to keep them up. Uh, to keep them lasting for as long as possible, to basically extend their longevity. And uh, pr- and uh, I'm actually still... And I am really glad to note as well that, uh, <clears throat> that of course, for those who want to uh, cut, uh, cut back on the costs of pipe organs and uh, don't want to spend too much on a full pipe organ, unless they want to, they can... <clears throat> unless they want to go for a full pipe organ, they can definitely go for... <clears throat> a solution such as a custom hopped work, a custom hopped work, uh, a custom hopped work uh, virtual pipe organ console which uh, of course can be used for pretty much any solution and uh, it's actually, yeah, I actually just uh, saw on their website too here uh, yeah the, uh, the, yeah uh, Milan Audio King, or uh, Milan Audio uh, notes, their, um, notes their software as the king of all virtual instruments and from what I can see from here, I can see that to be actually very true with uh, what they're doing and I actually really commend uh, Milan Audio for their efforts to uh, preserve um, to preserve the uh, the voice uh, sampling rates of, of uh, a lot of over 150 uh, classical and theater organs around the world to preserve those sounds and reproduce them you know in a digital manner to preserve them in that way especially for especially in cases for who knows what will happen in the Futureness in the sense, uh, yeah. One of the yeah. There's also a thing that we should mention. To uh, one of the biggest positives with uh, with uh, with digital in general is uh, is uh, it's definitely po- it's uh, well basically how they can be uh, how they can be preserved. As I pr- must have already mentioned, like at the, I must have already mentioned that at this point with how they can with uh, how. With how the voice set, with the voice stops can be uh, you know preserved in a digital form and keep it intact for you know many years to come and uh, it, I really commend Milan Audio for their efforts to uh, yeah to preserve it as to preserve it as much as possible and to give like mil- to give a lot of people more access to you know the pipe organs from the comfort of their own homes or anywhere else where. They don't want to spend too much on a full pipe organ and uh, such. And uh, yeah, I know I've been talking a lot about Hoptwerk, but as you guys could probably tell, I am pretty enthused with uh, uh with with all the Hoptwerk software. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure some of you in the audience would would uh, would uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm pretty sure some of you in the audience would uh, you know relate a lot to what I was. Talking about and would agree with some things I've been saying or anything like that. Since, yeah, as far as I'm aware, too, real quick, that I do know there is a de- there is a dedicated community of uh, twerk, uh of twerk, uh, organists as well, actually, who have their own Hoptwork uh, organ consoles and the such. And uh, ah, yeah, I know I talked a lot on here. But, but was there anything else you wanted to say about this, uh, Rob?
0: So. I know virtually nothing, um, about the, the digital, um, you know, the, you know, like how it worked and things like that. Um, I, I've never been in a position where I've had to learn about it. So, um, you know, so this, this stuff that I'm, I'm, I'm still learning and I've learned a lot just in recording this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. yeah. And, uh, they um,
1: do, yeah. Was there something else you wanted to say?
0: Yeah. Um, um, yeah, you know, as, as far as, you know, um, You know the 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 digital things that are out there um one thing that i wanted to to mention as well um you know in this vein is um one of the things that i have i've actually had some experience with is the the yamaha clavinova keyboard um and now there are a lot of different models of it and i honestly off the top of my head can't remember which ones have this um but um, I know when they they first came out, um, I actually had a chance to to do um, a demo on it. This was probably back in uh, like 1999, early 2000. Um, and, uh, one of the things, you know, so obviously this is, you know, this is technology that's almost 20 years old, but one of the things that I was very impressed with, with the keyboard was with you, um, you know, if you selected, you know, one of the pipe organ settings, there was actually, um, sub menus where you could actually control the, the stops that were part of the mixture. Um, you know, so, you know, you'd have like a standard, you know, church, organ and you know you'd have your flutes and your principles and your strings and your reeds and your mixtures and whatnot but there was like a sub menu that you could go in and if you didn't want the mixtures you could take them out or if you wanted more reeds you could add that in there um you know and obviously you know this is you know this is early technology in it but you know in, in in a keyboard i was very impressed you know with what you could do um you know with just just the the um the, the range that you had with something like that, you know. Um, and this this was something that I know, you know, it's it fairly common technology now, but at the time, you know, it was fairly revolutionary to, to have a, uh, you know, a sound on the keyboard that you had that much control over. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it'll be interesting to see where it come, goes in the next, you know, 10, 15 years.
1: Yeah, I would not be surprised if uh, Yamaha still has something like that with their more current, you uh, uh, Clavica is is that what it's called? Clavinova. Their Clavinova yeah. keyboards, I would not be surprised if they still have that functionality in their keyboards to this day because that actually sounds very impressive to me as well. Yeah. Especially to some of you uh um uh Yamaha Clavinova uh, listeners uh listeners uh right now you actually might be very impressed to hear this for the first time, and uh probably not much for those who may have already known about it but who know but uh regardless for those of you who have not known about it now now you know the <laughs> such but uh yeah was there something else um <clears throat> uh yes, I actually just remembered uh, too, to there's there was at least uh there was at least one more pipe organ builder that I almost forgot to mention about which was a uh, uh chance yeah i believe chance is the other one i forgot to mention about chance uh yeah the is uh the uh <clears throat> the other Pipergun builder i forgot to mention too and they also have their own youtube channel as well and uh <clears throat> and this such but uh of course uh you of course uh of course uh course uh your mavericks can uh, anyways uh look up uh look up on google more information about them and we'll probably even leave links to them in the description of this uh of this podcast or somewhere where we would we would leave them <clears throat> and the such but uh uh oh yeah yamaha apparently is uh, they apparently also produce their own organs though uh, probably more in the likes similar to uh, what Hoptwork is doing i believe or oh, no no sorry with what uh hammond is doing in a sense
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah and, and uh, something like that but uh yeah Yamaha's involvement in the organ uh in the organ is you know in, in the organ mu- organ instrument industry is not that uh big um
0: yeah Yamaha Yamaha focuses more on keyboards um yeah. I I haven't seen any I, I I don't think I've ever seen a, a Yamaha organ console and I I, mm-hmm. I don't think they're in that line mm-hmm. um you know
1: yeah <clears throat> well as far as I'm aware though there are some uh, consoles that do exist but they're very similar to uh the hammond organs for okay. instance so and the such and uh, i have uh, i have played on one of them before in uh, Ottawa which is interesting that they they had one there and it's pretty cool how it works though of course it's not as uh it's not like uh you know the pipe organs we're used to and the such as i said it's more similar to uh the hammond organs though the style of the organ console itself is similar to we would know in a church organ though it has its own uh style or pizzazz pizzazz when it comes to the style of the tabs and the such but you guys can look it up for yourself what it is because i forgot the name of uh, the specific model number or name of this yamaha organ console i was talking about but yeah uh yes uh mavericks there's just yeah there's just so many uh there's just so many builders out there and organ manufacturers that you guys would have to look up more about it yourself. We only uh, uh we only uh, mentioned a few notable ones here on the podcast and uh, and the such here but uh, 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 not sure if there's anything else to say than that.
0: I think we I think we've we, we've covered a lot of ground on this topic. <laughs> yeah, I okay. believe. Yeah, I a- believe. All right, so so real quick for you, I'm gonna throw this one out. You yep. you have to choose one: pipe organ, digital, or theater, and you only get one. Which one do you take?
1: Uh if I, if okay for an instance like this, actually, yeah. If I uh, this would sound extreme, but uh, if I were to have a gun pointed to my head, and if I would have to choose one, I would actually ultimately have to say. Uh, in general work virtual pipe organ cuz you pretty much get the best of you pretty much get the best of uh, both uh worlds of both classical pipe and theater organs like you get the best of both worlds from there so yeah it's pretty much an easy solution right there actually <laughs> a very easy solution <clears throat> or yeah a very easy answer there because of so much versatility of uh the work virtual pipe organ like Seriously, I can see there's a lot of, uh, well, there's already like a lot of potential with uh, Hopped Work anyway, and there's already a growing community with that anyway. And uh, <clears throat> as I said before, uh, as I said before, a little bit in the podcast in the future, in the future with um, the videos on my YouTube channel, which I will mention what it is again definitely in the future i do want to step up from uh, the garrettin uh, classical pipe organ uh, sound samples as good as it as good as it was for its value i definitely do want to make that upgrade in the future you heard it right here you heard it right here you guys i definitely do want to upgrade to hopped work in the future you i did read your comments i did read your youtube comments <clears throat> and i definitely will be uh Upgrading to Hopp works sometime in the future, though I will have to say that I will need to get my... I will need to get my life situation sorted out first, well, just life in general, in order to be able to afford that kind of setup. Because I need to stick with what I already have, which already works as of right now. Though I have no complaints about it as of right now. And, uh, oh... Oh my goodness. Bef- yeah, we before we close off, I think we should actually uh, briefly uh, if, if we if you want to because I want to also briefly mention real quick the uh the organ consoles uh, that we have at our churches uh, real quick cuz uh, I'll, I'll go first real quick the the organ console at my church uh, if you guys were curious to know what it is, it is a Johannes Ecclesia T270. Uh, before that we had a uh, con we had a con uh, a digital organ which uh, definitely had its own uh, uh, it, yeah the vo- the voices on that old con organ was definitely uh, uh, it was definitely something special though uh, one day the, the con organ just uh, stopped working uh, and uh, we couldn't find any parts to replace it and so we decided to uh, we decided to uh, basically, uh, just uh, upgrade or make the new uh, step up to the Johannes Ecclesia T270. And as of right now, I actually still really like to. I still actually really like playing playing on it to this day. And uh, it is a two manual organ with over forty stops, four different annotations to choose from. You guys can look up more information about it on Johannes's website for yourself. And uh, what about uh, you, Rob? Would you mind uh, telling us uh, what's the the organ on uh, at your church?
0: Yeah, so at my church, I have um, uh, primarily Austin organ. It um, was originally installed by Austin, I believe, in 1955, um, and then has been upgraded several times since. Um, and then um, they had some work done to it, I think, back in 2010. Ten? Ten. Yeah. Um, so it was worked on by a, a local guy, Jim Lauk, um, out of Otsego, Michigan, and so we got a new console, um, revoiced a couple of the stops, and so now it's a it's a four manual organ. Um, I don't remember the I don't remember that. You, you'd you'd think I'd know how many stops and ranks my own instrument has, but I don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I believe uh, more information is on uh, your your church's website or even on your YouTube videos. Actually, I yes. So. Yeah. Yep.
0: Oh yeah, that that's where I should have gone. It's in it's in the description of almost every single one of my videos.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, you pretty much have left oh, it there it. already. Yeah,
0: I found it. Sixty one stops, fifty three ranks, three thousand one hundred nineteen pipes. So hey, it's the tenth of the size of the the Boardwalk Hall Auditorium, Morgan. Oh wow,
1: nice. <laughs> and uh, oh, and uh, real quick as well, actually, I'm kind of curious uh, as to like what's with the. Uh, What's with the high amount of stops compared to the ranks? Uh, doesn't that mean some stops are shared?
0: Yes. So, um a, a a stop is an individual sound and then a rank is a row of pipes. So occasionally you'll have um like, you know, you'll have like a a, a Borden, and it gets used on a couple of different um, um a couple of different manuals. So like you might have it on the swell and the pedal. Well, that counts as two separate stops even though it's only one rank of pipe. Um, and then you have some stops, like um, your mixtures, which have multiple ranks of pipes. They can have anywhere from three to five um, different pipes that are sounding when you press one key. So that's that's how you get the, the disparity between the ranks and the stops.
1: Okay. All right. That's, that's pretty cool to know. Okay. And I guess uh, that's... Uh, I think that's actually going to wrap things up, uh, Mavericks. Before we go, we're going to... As usual, we will. As usual, we will. Uh, we will. Uh, as usual, we will mention briefly our uh, social media, our social media channels, so you guys can uh, connect with us. Uh, as for, as for me, my social media channels are for my YouTube. It's Johnny Music, J O N N Y space Music. When you search it, be sure to look for the J M logo. And as of the recording of this podcast, I have over fifteen hundred subscribers as of right now probably over 1570 as of the time of as of the time of the recording and also i am on i am on facebook and instagram at johnny cell productions j o n n y s e l productions again that is at johnny cell productions for facebook and instagram And as for Twitter, I am at Johnny underscore Cell. And also to explain real quick, Johnny Cell Productions is the parent company of Johnny Music. And so, uh, Rob, tell us uh, what your social media channels are again.
0: Yes. So my YouTube channel is Yensid Organist. Yensid is Disney spelled backwards. Um, And then you can also find me on Facebook, uh, Twitter and Instagram, facebook.com slash Yensid Organist. And then at Yensid Organist on both Twitter and Instagram.
1: Before we end this episode podcast, uh, Mavericks, if you have any topics or any, if you have any topics and such that you would like us to discuss in future podcast episodes, also feel free to also feel free to give us feedback as to what topics you would like us to hear, whether uh, whether with a whether with uh, whether with a dedicated email or even in the comments section of. podcast or anywhere else where you can leave feedback to us as to what topics you would like us to cover in future episodes we would really like to keep this podcast going and your input will really mean a lot will mean a lot to both me and rob and so that about wraps it up for this episode mavericks again thank you so much for listening and
0: we'll see you mavericks next time